The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Welcome back. So what I would like to talk about is uh, being gentle, being gentle with yourself. Being gentle with yourself. The Buddha said that no one deserves our regard as much as we ourselves. No one deserves our love more than we ourselves. But what's often true is we sort of discount this as well. He didn't really mean me. (laughs) You know, that's kind of selfish and I don't want to, you know. And all the stories we have about what we deserve and don't deserve and But the truth is, we do deserve kindness. You deserve kindness. You deserve kindness. What is kindness? You know, it's kind of, we get a sort of warm, fuzzy feeling around the idea of kindness, but what is it? What is kindness? it's It's a special kind of regard. It's different than just being polite. You know, we might offer somebody a cup of tea when they come in because that's what you do. And it's a little different than offering a cup of tea to someone you see who's really suffering and you just want to give them a little something. There's, a, there's an impulse that has to do with generosity that is different than just what is expected. And that impulse of generosity we can turn toward toward ourselves as well. There's a a book called The Power of Kindness, The Unexpected Benefits of Leading a Compassionate Life. This book was written by an Italian named Piero Ferrucci. And it came out a few years ago, but I was looking at it again yesterday, and I want to read you a paragraph. Kindness has to do with what is tenderest and most intimate in us. It is an aspect of our nature that we often do not express fully, especially men in our culture, but also women, because we are afraid that if this vulnerable side comes to light, we might suffer, be offended, ridiculed, or exploited. We will find, rather, that we suffer by not expressing it, and that by touching this nucleus of tenderness, We enliven our entire affective world, and we open ourselves to countless possibilities of change. Kindness has to do with with what is tenderest and most intimate in us. It's not something we put on like a mantle. It comes from someplace very close. When we want to be kind to someone else, what do we do? We're paying attention to them. We're paying really close attention to them. And we listen to them. I hear you. I hear you. And there's an aspect of timeliness about it. It's not, I'm going to hear you tomorrow, or I heard you yesterday, so I don't have to pay attention today. No, it's it's about now. It's about regard paying attention right now. 
How often do we do that for ourselves? I'm going to really pay attention to you. Right now. What's going on with me? Do you ask yourself that? What's going on with me right now? You know, you'd ask if a friend came in, you'd say, what's going on with you? And you'd, you'd want to know. Do you ask yourself, what's going on with you right now? <laughs> and we carry around a lot of ideas about ourselves. I'm this way. You know, I go to bed late. That's just the way I am. Or I don't sleep well. Or I don't like crowds. Or I'm a city person. And we have all these ideas about ourselves just like we have ideas about our friends, and then they say something, and we'll say, gee, I didn't know you liked doing that. (laughs) Because it didn't fit with the idea, but we have these ideas about ourselves also. I like holiday events. I hate the holidays because... Lots of ideas we have. All of this thinking about ourselves, all of the ways that we think about ourselves, only limits our experiments, our experience. But it also confines us to being a certain way. It's like we're locked into a rut, you know. This, this is me, I'm doing this. And I don't get to be a different way. <laughs> Maybe I want to be silly for a change. But, you know, it's, I can't be silly because I have to be a respected person. Uh, I am a respected person. I have to behave this way. I can't be silly. I can't be jumping up here doing jumping jacks because, you know, I'm not that way. But mm, there's a place in me that's that way. (laughs) There's a place in me that can be really silly. And I have to know that. That's being kind to myself. There's the kindness where you wish well for yourself. That's what we're we're pretty familiar with that one, the, the loving kindness piece. But there's another part that is the kindness of awareness. The kindness of being aware of what is true for me right now. So suppose I'm sad and I don't want to be sad. What do I do with that? Well, guess what? I am sad. So it has to be okay that I'm sad because that's what's true. But I don't have to get down on the floor and roll around in it. I don't have to give myself all the reasons why I'm sad and recount the fact that I missed my mother-in-law this Christmas and all the things that happened in the last week. And, you know, that, you know, I don't have to do that. But I do have to admit that it's there because that's being kind to myself. It's there. It's there. I've struggled particularly over my family in the last year for a variety of reasons. And uh, I lost my brother, who died suddenly last August. And all of a sudden, this Christmas, I wanted to be with my birth family. Now, I have not been with my birth family for Christmas in 37 years. So it's not like I'm missing something that I normally do. And so we were sitting around the table in my current family, and we were talking about traditions, and everybody was talking about, oh, yeah, remember when we did this, and remember when we did that. And, and I didn't have anybody I could do that with. And I was suffering. Well, you know, suffering is really isolating. 
and I was sitting over here, nobody cares about me. <laughs> now, nobody knew any of this was going on in my mind either, <laughs> because it was all in my mind. Nobody knew that I was thinking about my birth family. It was all, you know, a way that I could heap on. There was a sadness there, but I was adding to it by all these extra stories. And it wasn't until I finally admitted to myself, where I looked at myself and said, What's really true for me is I have a grief over not belonging in the same way that I used to belong. I have a grief over the loss of my, the innocence of my youth when everything was so simple. And I could look at that and say, okay, there's that. And then I, I didn't have to struggle with well, I can't tell everybody, everybody here is happy, I can't tell them I'm miserable. I could just let it sit over there, because now it was just something that I knew. And I didn't have to tell myself stories about it, so I could be part of what was going on right here, which was really quite wonderful. Here we were all sitting around the table telling stories, and people were happy, and, you know, why did I need to to create something else? I could see it and say, okay, there you are. Okay, I get it, but not now. Not now. Kindness is timely. The kindness of being aware of what's true right now is the true kindness. It's not that I have to deal with everything that's bad in my life or that I have to be totally involved in everything in the happiness of the moment. It's that I can allow whatever shows up to be there. This is the best kindness I can offer myself. It is the kindness you would offer your friends, your family, your daughter, your husband, your child. It's what you would offer them. Offer it to yourself. I see you. I see you. The act of seeing ourselves is making ourselves quite vulnerable. And that's kind of a scary thing, you know? But being vulnerable is living in the fullness of life. It's Not saying, I'm going to let these things in, but not those things. It's living in the fullness of life. Just as things are, so may they be. I will just be with these things. It requires bravery, honesty, and kindness. Bravery, honesty, and kindness. To find your heart, lose your head, ask yourself, how are you? What's up with you? What's going on? Allow it to be true without judging it. Ooh, I am so embarrassed. I threw that coffee cup. I really didn't throw the coffee cup, but now there's a coffee stain all over this white rug. I did this this week. (laughs) Embarrassing, you know? Really embarrassing. Okay, fine. (laughs) 
I can be embarrassed and not have it be who I am. It's just I'm embarrassed. Great. It doesn't mean that you have to be... Being kind to yourself doesn't mean that you have to be a perfect person. It just means you have to be allow what's true to be true. Just allow it to be true. Give up requiring yourself to be a certain way. Give it up. Don't hold on to it. Let it go. See what's true. When you see what's true, you can take a breath and decide what to do next. Not ten steps down the road, just right now. Okay, this is what's true. Okay. Don't explain it. Don't justify it. Don't make it bigger than it is. Just as it is. Give yourself the gift of being with. Be with yourself. So I have another poem for you. This is a Mary Oliver poem. And it has an interesting title. I'll give you the title again after I read you the poem. Lingering in Happiness. After rain, after so many days without rain, it stays cool, private, and cleansed under the trees. And the dampness there, married now to gravity, falls branch to branch, leaf to leaf, down to the ground, where it will disappear, but not, of course, vanish, except to our eyes. The roots of the oaks will have their share, and the white threads of the grasses, and the cushion of moss. A few drops, round as pearls, will enter the mole's tunnel. And soon, so many small stones, buried for a thousand years, will feel themselves being touched. Lingering happiness. After rain, after many days without rain, it stays cool, private, and cleansed under the trees. And the dampness there, married now to gravity, falls branch to branch, leaf to leaf, down to the ground, where it will disappear, but of course, not vanish, except to our eyes. The roots of the oaks will have their share, and the white threads of the grasses, and the cushion of moss, a few drops, Round as pearls will enter the mole's tunnel, and soon so many small stones buried for a thousand years will feel themselves being touched. May you feel the touch of rain on those small stones in your heart that you haven't seen for a while. that have lingered so long without being seen, without being loved. May you be blessed with your own attention, your own regard. Thank you.